Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to Auto Line Daily. I'm Todd Lassa from Automobile Magazine, filling in for John today. Later in the show, we'll preview this week's Auto Line with UAW President Bob King and his reaction to the controversial right to work laws just enacted in Michigan. But first, let's get to today's news. And speaking of labor, General Motors CEO Dan Ackerson is playing a hardball with workers in South Korea. Earlier this month, Ackerson hinted that the automaker might shift production out of the country over tensions with North Korea. Now Ward's auto reports, Ackerson told South Korean President Park the automaker will keep production in South Korea, but the union must drop a lawsuit if filed against GM over bonuses and overtime pay, which the company says will create a huge financial burden. In the good old days, we used to say that a car or truck was made out of steel. These days you have to say they're made out of steels. The new Chevy Silverado pickup is a good example. It actually uses five different grades, and each of those different grades are used in different parts of just the body of the truck. That doesn't count the types of steel used in the engine or transmission. And wouldn't you know it, there's a new grade on the way, what they call micro-alloy steel. But to get the strength and weight it needs, that's where the auto industry is headed. Six different types of steel to make a new car or truck. And sticking with GM for the moment, when the Cadillac CTS first came out, it used 18 feet of structural adhesives, which literally glued the body together in combination with welding. But when the Cadillac ATS came out, they upped that to 96 feet. And now the new 2014 CTS uses 387 feet. Gluing car bodies together with space-age adhesives actually makes them stronger because it provides a continuous bond as opposed to individual spot welds. And it gives designers more flexibility because they don't have to design the body to provide access for big robot welding arms. The bottom line is you come up with a quieter, stronger, lighter car that's easier to manufacture. The joint venture of Chinese automaker Brilliance Auto and BMW is developing a low-cost minivan called the Jinbi Haisheng. It has a starting price of only 35,000 yuan or $5,700. But to give the van a more upscale look, it has adopted the trademark BMW twin kidney grille. Under the hood is a 1.3 liter gasoline engine that produces 87 horsepower and is mated to a five-speed manual transmission. The Haisheng hits the streets of China later next month. Peugeot will participate in the annual Pikes Peak Hill Climb. The company is bringing its 208 T16 Pikes Peak car along with nine-time World Rally champion Sebastian Loeb. After his first test laps in the T16, Loeb is quoted as saying, I've never driven anything that accelerates so fast. The car screams from 0 to 60 miles per hour in a blistering 1.8 seconds. Its twin-turbo V6 puts out a maximum of 875 horsepower to all four wheels through its six-speed sequential gearbox. The famous race to the clouds will take place on June 30th. Coming up next, UAW President Bob King reacts to right-to-work in Michigan. 
proven on the track and on roads around the world. Borg Warner turbochargers improve fuel economy and reduce emissions without sacrificing performance. Borg Warner, official turbocharger supplier to the IZOD IndyCar Series. On AutoLine this week, John sits down with the president of the United Auto Workers, Bob King, and he kicked off the wide-ranging discussion by diving into one of the most controversial topics going right to work. Here, the home of the UAW, Michigan has enacted right-to-work legislation. Uh, my question to you is, what's the impact of this right-to-work legislation on the UAW? Well, in the UAW as an institution, impact isn't much yet. As you know, uh, members don't get that choice until a contract expires, a new contract is bargained. I'm very concerned about it because we have, in, in my view, the best shop floor relationships we've had with the companies. Everybody's working together. Everybody's focused on the best product for the consumer. And somebody said the other day, I like this line, really right to work is right to fight. It's about creating divisions in the workplace because if everybody's working together and everybody benefits by negotiations, everybody benefits by due process and all the provisions, the healthcare, everything that the, is bargained in the contract, why should some people pay for it and others not? It would be like going into a community and all of us get the value of the schools and the value of the police and the fire. And then some of us say, well, we don't, we don't want to pay it. Uh, it's just not a fair system. So we, we find in UAW locations in right-to-work states right now, we have a very high percentage of our membership that, that continue to pay their dues because they're good, reasonable people and they want to be fair. And, and I think that's a key, a key point, that you already operate or organized plants that operate in five or six right-to-work states, and it doesn't seem to have affected you at all. Or no. you, I say. I mean, the UAW, very minimally. And, and the UAW, for many years in our Constitution, nobody ever had to be a member of the UAW. If you could choose under our Constitution not to be a member, not to participate in elections, you would still pay your fair share of the taxes. But I never heard that story until this whole right-to-work uh, push happened in Michigan. No, I don't know anybody in the union who knew oh, we, that we, they we, could we, pay a fee and not have to pay oh, any money that would go to a political organization. We, we've had members doing that for years and years. Right in our Constitution, it's in our in the Solidarity magazine. When we publish it each year, that information is there, and there are members who take advantage of it. Joining John for that discussion is Bryce Hoffman of the Detroit News and Brent Snavely from the Detroit Free Press. And you can watch that entire discussion right now at Autoline.tv. Before I go, I want to remind you that you can follow Autoline on Twitter at twitter.com slash autoline. And you can follow me at am underscore lhasa. And be sure to check the latest issue of Automobile. But that's it for today's show. I'm Todd Lhasa from Automobile Magazine. Thanks for watching and have a great weekend. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.